Wow, TJ, how are you? I felt better. I'm, you know, slightly hungover. I've had two nights of revelry. Uh, turned up. Two nights of revelry. Went out to dinner with with cocktails on Friday, and then uh, <laughs> as well as uh, yesterday. So two in a row. I got another dinner tomorrow. So please believe tonight is going to be a sweet green night only. So Twisted TJ is back on his bullshit, sucking down the mixed drinks. Well, <laughs> yes and no. Well, well, if, if the answer is yes and no, then why are you hungover? I, I don't understand. Because <laughs> I was sucking down things, but it, it wasn't necessarily a mixed cocktail. It wasn't necessarily Yo. a mixed cocktail. You know, there's oh, I understand. As you know, I've I've purchased and enjoyed natural wines and things like that, beers, other spirits. The mezcal Negroni is not for the tall gentleman in the back. Then I did. I did have some. Some dazzling mezcal, and I'm glad that you brought that up. It's a nice transition. We, uh, on because Friday it was the first time in a year where I got an email from a PR company inviting me to a comped meal dinner. And I've, I've had a bunch of these over the last year of like Chef Ludo from Petit Trois will send you a box of. Le- gem lettuce and you could watch on instagram yeah, live that. and he'll make a make a salad and i'm like Ugh. that's some dork I mean, shit I'm, I'm, yeah i'll make my own salad I've, I've never been a man to turn down baby gems but it does you know it's <laughs> is that i want to hit raw is that gonna be is that gonna raw. be your safety movie baby gems where it's where it's just <laughs> you opening boxes of, of <laughs> lettuce and cooking them up with a chef yeah, on youtube uncut gems is truly about when you pick the whole head of lettuce from the dirt <laughs> And you haven't had your 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 line cook or your prep cook mise out all the tiny leaves and then give them a good rinse in the wash. That's my version of uncut. Gems. We'll start. Let me call. Let Sorry, me call the I can't studio. be I'm her. getting the studios on the horn. I'll I'll get back to you on that. But yeah, so could be sequel. So so I got an email. Shout out to my girl Cat over at Purple and just like, hey, we got this. It was it was at the Noy House, the broken Spanish. It's like a Mexican restaurant in L.A. Describe the chef uh, is d- like a describing famous- your level of of uh, understanding of the language as well, which I like. It kind of hits on two notes for me. I went to um, Casa de la Neuhaus. I think that's a different <laughs> subsect of of Germany. I don't know. The diaspora is a word I've heard being thrown around a lot. Uh, so maybe you know, Jason. I don't know if you know about this in the food world. There's a kind of a big trend where like fusion. Uh, so it's like they bring together two kind of worlds and combine them to make something new. So maybe at the German Neue House they were trying to combine that <laughs> with Spanish flavors to get like a, a okay. maybe like a a, 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 a <laughs> I don't know, maybe like a schnitzel paella or something. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> schnitzel paella is definitely somebody's fucking somebody's discord name now that just got made. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> la, yeah, yeah, I don't even, I can't, my brain, I, I've only had one cup of, of coffee today, otherwise I would be really spitting, you know, some type of, uh, you know, fusion cuisine dishes, maybe later as, as I continue to percolate, but. Yeah, we'll let you warm, we'll let you warm up, TJ. We, yeah, so, so the Neuhaus, which is like a live work, no, not a live work, but it's like a workspace, like a, 
you know, if we work and Soho House had a baby type type. Beat. It's very nice. I mean, it's be- it's beautiful on the inside. It's really well done. Yeah. Um. You know, they were they were just throwing out memberships to influencers a while ago, but now not as easy. To well, I you through, know, I mean, if we both if they made No House, throw me a bone. If they made common projects in your size, I feel like we'd have a chance. But you know, we can tr- we can try we can try again in 2022. Honestly, they do make common projects in my size and. <laughs> The fact that I know that is not so. We had like a nice little meal. It, it was it was cool. It was good. It was the first time in so long where where my my partner of in life and I felt like you know some prince and princesses in a while because you know it, it's all been about like you know supporting the restaurants, you know making sure if you get a gift card, don't use it now in these trying times. And of course, you know we want to be there to support everyone, and even if you know. It's going to be that maybe the product and the service won't be the same as you're used to, but we should still go there and support. And that's how it has been. And I've been happy to do that. But this was the first time in a while where I'm like, you know, you sit down and, you know, here's a glass of champagne, Mr. Stewart. And, mm. and I was off. I was off the mezcal, Chris. Don't okay, worry. good. So I'm glad, we, I'm glad we brought that back. If a restaurant named Broken Spanish didn't have mezcal, I would be, con- I would be concerned. The smoky, the smoky flavor pairs so well with the, the, the Spanish flavors in the dishes, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you learned all of that on your travels to the region of Oaxaca. And I think <laughs> it's cool that you're willing to share that with our audience so openly. Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember when I did that little road trip with Gwyneth and Mario, um, kind of like a it was, it was like a cooking thing. They were working on a book, and they were like they just wanted somebody fun to kind of like come along, you know what I mean, just to bring some new energy. Yeah. Um. So it was pretty cool. Like a random third wheel, and you were like just the perfect person for. Yeah, them. yeah. It's kind of it's it, it was super random, but you know we made it work. Um, we made it work. Chris uh, said, "Let me show you my Oaxaca." <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, for, move, before we move, before we move on, the if, for the mezcal heads out there, the brand, the the one I had was called La Luna Manso Sahuayo, S A H U A Y O. It was a bomb ass bomb. So ass did you? So were you sipping this shit neat? Like, how, what's the vibes? Sipping the shit neat. Yeah, the the cocktail program was was popping there i had like a you know one of those type of mezcal margarita type drinks but they use like fresh green juice to make it so it had a very like spa cocktail energy you know like nobu nobu and cabo energy were you able to were you able to dap up the talented mixologist before you left the building or i, I sure tried to uh, if i could get if i can get in the same room as him, I wouldn't be talking to your broke ass. So let's just say that. Mm-hmm. You've never seen me shake, bitch. So just just let me put it over my left shoulder <laughs> and give it a fucking swing, and I'm going to look like fucking Barry Bonds. You know, I've I've been practicing my shaker work lately. You know, no no hyperbole, but when I'm making my, my full-fat milk matcha lattes, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, it's milk wasn't meant to be shaken in a cocktail shaker. It just doesn't, it just doesn't take. Mm, it doesn't that's work. That's interesting. I don't know. Something about the viscosity of something the the fat content the viscosity or maybe i just have a bad shaker i received a shaker as a influencer gift from the cavassier brand <laughs> yeah bro we're gonna get you <laughs> let me check out the World Wide web and i'll find you a, a better quality shaker maybe i can get that for you as a gift Chris, the, give me a shaker i'll hit the conrad i'm dying shop. over i know here. i don't want you to do this because i can't have you injuring yourself shaking your matcha latte and, and keep you off the tennis court for another two weeks that would be we can't set ourselves back that far trust me i'm keeping a mindful eye on my on my uh my injury and i don't think that's the issue it's more so just when i i, I get to shake in 
some I start losing some product out of the sides. I understand. And a little, you know, and I kind of end up painting my face a lovely pale green color. Um well that sounds kind of hot to be honest, but I guess I guess that the I guess that maybe you should learn to get those edges Oops. edges sealed a little better. You know what I mean? I see those guys they just knock it with their fist. It locks in, they shake it, they knock it again and it pops out. It's actually very impressive. That's exactly what I'm trying to do, but it just ain't. I, 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 I try to knock it, and it just it don't it don't knock for me. But you know, whatever. I'll get a new one; it'll be fine. But yeah, shout outs to Broken Spanish. You guys treated us like like some kings and queens. I was worried about Bay driving home drunk because that's how much they were. The mixology program was hitting for us, but we got home safe. Don't worry. Did you just hit self-drive on the Tesla and sit back, smoke a L, or like... Well, she, she we, we had to do the thing. We, we both drove there separately. She was working, so she had to meet me there. So I, I, pulled, I pulled out, and then she was following me home, but you know she wasn't really... She wasn't really about that life once we got onto the 101. Mm. And, I, you know, I needed her to put a little more pedal to the metal, and she kind of got stuck behind some people. Did you suggest? I just, I want to make a, a suggestion next time you do that. It's, you should just have her do a bump of cocaine. That usually works for that kind of stuff. <laughs> just, just a thought. If it's at nighttime and you've been drinking, it's, it's usually a smarter idea just to do a little bump and then hop in the, hop in the car. What is, what, what is that movie where they call it a, my straightener? That's kind of what it is. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. Yeah, absolutely. It gets you, it, it's a reset button. I just need a little straightener. Yeah, yeah. Much like my long, beautiful hair, I just need a little straightener. <laughs> Damn, that sounds pretty fun. That sounds pretty fun, TJ. Um, I, um, I'm coming to you live from the Big Apple, baby. <clears throat> so are you in your, your old apartment? I'm in my, it's not an old apartment, Jason. It's just my apartment. But yeah, I am. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, you know what I mean. No, yeah, I'm here um it yesterday was so yeah so fans of fans of vintage how long gone episodes will will be able to obviously recognize the acoustics of this room Bro, I, th- I think i did podcasted in for months i think i did two podcasts here maybe <laughs> no yeah for real you did more didn't no because i was in montreal oh, and you were I was down in LA, in and then i was in atlanta yeah, yeah i came right. I, I did we did a couple here because i was like stopping over but i have to say yesterday the energy on the streets of money making Manhattan was absolutely electric. Mm-hmm. Shoot it into my veins. It was vibrating. It was sixty degrees outside. It was beautiful. You were at Mr. Fong's doing it big Willie style. I was not at Mr. Fong's. I did tap in at many local businesses to patronize them and support the local economy. Which uh, eighty five dollar magazines did you buy? <laughs> well, I did do that, of course. But I, no, first I went to uh, a friend of the show, Beverly, opened a store called Beverly's um, that is like kind of like homewares and she i mean it's it, she did a very good job but it's so popping it was like sold out she made olive oil it was all sold out so i was able to purchase some chic uh tea towels um that uh to, to support local business it was great to see her the economy is back if we're if chris black is buying tea there was towels. a there was a we there was that. a parade activation at friend of the show wild air um so i tapped in <laughs> With with female founder Kemi, um, and uh, said what's up. You're not allowed to make fun of LA shit anymore. Saying these motherfucking sentences. Uh, right? Then I met up with. I, lo- I mean, the, uh, don't get me wrong. I love to hear. Then it. I met up with other friend of the show, Amar Deep, uh, and we just we hit Balthazar. Mm. Um, I even was a bad boy and had half of a donut with my cold brew because I was just feeling so nostalgic for Balthazar and the and the bake. Black eating donuts, bro. It was it was a movie, bro. It was hot. I had to take a call. I ran to a couple more friends. I hit Noah. Tapped in with Jason. I saw Jake Gallagher, mm-hmm. and then last night. 
wait, it was a fucking motion picture, Jason. It, it was really, it was really what I needed to feel reborn and um, fully solidify, okay. fully solidify that COVID is over. Um, I, I, I'm a hundred percent sure now. I wasn't sure before. What was, what was the thing that happened? What was the, what was your turning point? Did you, did you build with Mary Kate? What, what, what? I mean, <laughs> no, not yet. The sounds important. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't that big. But it was. It was. Now that I think about it, a meeting of the minds of of basically a a slew of of, of former How Long Gone guests at. Uh, Chinatown hotspot, uh, Doctor Clark. Doctor Clark, I'm not, I'm not familiar with Doctor Clark. It's, uh, it was great actually. It was good. It's, they did a cool thing where they bring the grill to the table, oh. um, and kind of do everything table, table side with some nice heaters. I've been to Koreatown before. Yeah, I've been to Koreatown. But is your, whatever, Doctor Scholl. I don't think. Cool, I don't think your Koreatown. I don't think your interior was designed by Green River Project and Bodhi though. So you know, next time, sweetie, you can try to try to try to get there. Yo, I don't want. I'm a grown ass man, boy. I don't want no damn Bodhi interiors what fuck I look like I work too damn hard for this bullshit <laughs> I work too damn hard for these green walls um so it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was uh yeah it was is I I had sent- okay so you said it was a murderer's row Murder- of past how long gone talent murderer's row of past how long gone talent uh beautiful boy Sam Hine um, Nomi Fry. Friend- been seeing him in the news lately a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Sam Hine has been has been in the news a lot lately, and it's uh, it's for great reason. And I'm just, you know I'm happy to see him happy. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, Nomi, Joe Coscarelli, uh, Nate Freeman of Wet Paint fame, my big dog shooter, my big dog shooter, Kobe Arner, uh, on the on the drums. Yeah. Um, and then later we were joined by we were joined by the Drunken Canal. You know, so it was just really, it was lit, bro. Wow, wow. It was wow, lit. And they okay. were... A lot of outdoor smoking. They were getting twisted. Lots of cigs getting blasted. Beautiful people. I mean, it was honestly, man, it, it really did feel great. I got home at midnight, Jason. You know that's late for me. I want to know, you know, some more of the the finer finer point ephemera, you know, trend forecasting going on. Like, are, are martinis done? Have we moved on to a new thing? You know, like what? What are some things that you've been noticing out there now that the streets are back? You know, is is there a new type of American spirit? There that seem I don't to be. Well, yet? I mean, first of all, Kobe. So Kobe is is a young guy. He looks great. He's fully gone, Ethan Hawk. Oh, he's got the long hair. A go- he's got a goatee. He's got like tinted glasses. Oh. and I was stunned, but okay. but it was working. That's advanced. It was working. Yeah, I don't I don't think we could do it, but it looked cool on him. Um, you know, Nomi is wearing a lot of mm-hmm. color, which I think is maybe she was celebrating Easter. Um, I don't know if the Jews celebrate <laughs> that, but, but, you know, maybe she was wearing, she's wearing a lot of color. Wow. Color for spring. I know. Who would have thought? I'm shocked. No, but it was, there was a lot of SIG blasting, regular SIG, Marlboro lights, but there were, there were a lot of people, okay, uh, there was okay. a lot of, uh, Sapporo drinking, which I know you love. Um, and then also, oh. also just some, some cocktails made with, with some spirits I was unfamiliar with. Um, so I, I, I don't know what was going on with that, but they seemed to be part of the menu there that people were excited about. So I, you know, I was just, okay. Okay. I was happy to be there and, and just, you know, so Ethan Hawk style dressing is here. A good old fashioned Japanese beer tried and true yeah. is still pumping. Exactly. Uh, okay. Okay. That's good. And just talking shit, man, you know, just talking shop with the gang, you know what I mean? Like what's been going on, mm-hmm. you know? And, and honestly, everybody was not a care in the world everybody was like don't you miss this and i was like dead ass i do you know what i mean and then on the way home i i made the the yellow cab pull over i hopped out i got a chopped cheese and a slice and i just came back to the crib and <laughs> and finished that off right before bed you know it was, it was a beautiful thing 
Well, when you say when when you say don't you just miss this? Is this, what exactly is this that New York has that you can't? Because I can, you know, we we have group meals in L.A. I believe the they're referring. I, I believe they're referring to smart cinematic. I believe they're referring to smart people. Actually, so maybe that's what it was. Um, oh, or, so how'd you get an invite? Or or well dressed people. I actually put this dinner together and even sent out a cowl for everybody. Um, so that that's how wow, that's how excited wow. I was. Um, no, I think honestly, honestly though, the, the yesterday, it, it does feel good. People seem, it, it feels like actually, I mean, you just can't get that feeling in LA because people, the people just aren't on the street in the same way. It's just a very different, you know what I mean? It just feels different. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the sun is shining. Right, right, people right. are getting fits off. Um, you know, like I, it's, it's, it, that's what it really is it, to see people wearing. People care about fits a lot. Yeah. Welcome to the, yeah. Do you not? Well, actually I can tell <laughs> that you don't. No, I'm operating on a different plane of thought. My fits are not for this world. They're actually out of this world fits. And I don't expect people like you to understand them. Are you saying that you're Pluto? I'm kind of Pluto, yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's Plutoing? I'm, I'm, I'm the Pluto of eBay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't yeah, don't leave your girl around me in my unhemmed trousers saved search history. Don't yeah, I would never. I would never. But yeah, so I'm feeling I'm <laughs> I'm feeling that and then I woke up this morning and of course I was feeling hungover even though I didn't partake in anything because I was out a little bit late and I might I might have had a a, a sig and um mm-hmm. and then I I caught a while I was going to run today cuz it was it was supposed to be nice out. But then I caught a wild hair and I just went and did some reformer pilates on down the street, Jason. Indoor mask on? Unfortunately, mask was on. Well, that's that's sick. I mean, you know, sometimes your body tells you. You wake up in the morning and you said, "We need to get this. We need to get long and lean today. We need to get extra." Stretch. We do want to get long, so I've done that, and then I have a full a, a, a full dance card this afternoon of more socializing, just just tapping in with my people, maybe a little shopping. Who knows? Who knows, Jason? Who knows? That's good. Yeah. Did you notice that people were wearing gloves when they were doing their reformer Pilates yesterday? No, actually, thank God. I was discussing this with your your and my life partner about noticing a trend of of certain people in Pilates classes starting to wear like work w- like kind of like fingerless workout glove type gloves. Oh, just to protect the hand because the mani is fresh, like to, so you don't get calluses. Could be that, could be that. But they're just kind of like, why would you do that? Like, what is the point? Like, you you just you know the hands are just fine. It's not like you're under massive distress when you're in the pilates no studio. that's true yeah that's weird because i used to see i used to see that sometimes at berries like there'd be certain women that would show up with the gloves because they didn't want to get the the calluses on their hands from lifting i guess you can understand the pro the pro gear pro attitude things going on but when you're lifting you know a seven pound yeah uh, yeah you're gonna be good i mean wearing gloves wearing gloves to work out um is actually considered to be whack as hell in the in the fitness community <laughs> um unless you're doing okay good unless you're running out you know if it's if it's cold and you're running outside that's obviously one thing but like lifting weights in a gym with gloves on you look like a fucking buster yeah but what i mean but what if you're like one of those gnarly power lifting like russian guys where you're like oh, i'm about to deadlift those guys, don't, 1200 those guys don't wear gloves they put powder on their hands they don't wear gloves they put the pow pow yeah on. they do the lebron shit Damn. you know what i mean so much to learn well, about this fitness world. Well, don't worry. I'm going to see a trainer tomorrow uh, and Tuesday before I head back. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my sessions in, Jason. Okay. No days off. I was, I was, I was a little worried. I know you were, and I, and I, I, I care that you care. So, thank you for that. Hey, you got it, buddy. Um, <laughs> we were talking. <laughs> um, what, what else were we talking about today? We, um, we have a new product. I wanted. I didn't want to forget about that. We have a new product available today in the in the old merch store on on Done to Death's website. 
<laughs> don't talk about my website like it that. It is a Nalgene. It's a Nal. Bro, bro, don't talk about my website. It was. It's a Nalgene bottle that we made for the How Long Gone podcast. Hopefully, we made enough for everyone, so it doesn't it doesn't sell out too fast. But um, you know, store dot done to death dot com. Hit there sooner than later to make sure you can get one. Shipping is included, and you know there. There, if you're wondering what is inside of the Nalgene bottle, in the, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, in the e- what could that be, Jason? I'm sure people are wondering what that is. Did they fill this with Elmers again? These guys are crazy. Some people, I mean, obviously it looks milk-like, but it could be. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be milk. Or you're like, yes, I, I I understand that it is milk, but what kind of milk? Oh, of course. You just want to give them the milk details. Well, unfortunately, this isn't a high-end. Uh, this is not from the nicest cow's teat. This is some regular store-bought shit, right, Jason? This is yeah. I, I got this at the liquor store on Hollywood and Highland <laughs> next to Shintaro, and I'm pretty sure a gallon of milk was literally like nine dollars. It was. An, I, I realized I overspent because I, <laughs> I, I got a pack of cigs and one gallon of milk, and it 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 came to twenty dollars. And I know, I know that seemed like I got fucked. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have been. I should that have been that seems more attention. like. I mean, honestly, that's just New York prices, baby. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> that is bad. That does that does seem that's bad. Fucked up. That's too much money. I mean, a gallon of milk. If I go to Ralph's, this shit would have cost a dollar ninety nine. You know, they say. I told you this. They ask famous people and like rich people. You know, how much a gallon of milk costs to see if they're out of touch. And I have to say. I'm I'm nor famous or rich, but I do not know how much of a gallon of milk costs because I I don't purchase it. Right, right, right. So what is the going? What's the going rate for a gallon? Because my gallon water that I'm sipping on right now, shout out uh, to the gallon boys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, it is it is always ninety nine cents. <laughs> wow, that's cheap. Well, I think uh, you know a gallon of milk, depending on what brand you get, you know, it's maybe like three three to six dollars is this is this something like gas where the price raises and falls or is it just the depending on the market that you go to obviously there's going to be a price differentiation between stores More so depending on the market that you go to the the price will fluctuate but it is much less wildly than than gas which is you know a number of factors are always in play with there of course you know, conflicts conflicts in yeah certain areas, i know you, i know you like blood going on you, you, in the saudi arabian yeah you put blood gas in the truck so i know that costs a little a little more uh you know blood gas something like that but that's uh i yeah the milk the milk thing is disgusting also because it was a night it was a very warm day in la so watching jason pour milk into a plastic uh jug and then um, you know, kind of roll it around. I didn't. I didn't drink it. You talk all this shit about milk, and then you're you're showing off. You're pouring it. You're doing slow mo videos. You know, it's it's. If you're not going to drink it, kind of you know, get off the pot, bro. You don't want to do this right now, Chris. I will drink any milk. <laughs> it's on site. If I see any glass of milk, it's on fucking site. I'm taking a sip. Yeah, bro. Come on. Uh, it is disgusting, but it, you know, I will say for this purpose, it worked really well. It made the it made the, the design pop. Uh, which I think was a stroke of genius on your part. You know, this is why we build and collaborate. You never know because sometimes you could just stumble upon a, a moment of genius like this. Isn't that cool? I, I texted you this, but I hopped in the Uber last night to head to dinner, and mm-hmm. the Uber driver was playing Hot 97, like Jake Davis got in the car and said, put it on. And um, and I did listen. That's how you know it's going to be a good night in New York. It really is. So when you get in the when you get in the car and somebody yells, "Put on Hot 97." That's true. And and uh, you know, even if the person you're with is ugly, it's going to be a good. It's night. It's still going to be good. Um, 
damn, that's actually kind of deep since I was by myself, but we'll get into that later. You better be by yourself last night. He was high. He was playing. He was playing um, uh, Funkmaster Flex, of course. And mm-hmm. Funkmaster Flex did bring back the 42 Doug song that we had on How Long Gone Radio four times. The Gone Effect. Also, I learned last night from from friend of the show, Dear Dana, it's pronounced 42 Doug and not 42. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know that. Good information. 42 Doug. And <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I. It's a free podcast. I still. I still don't love that song because it's got a little too much west coast swing for me but hearing mm-hmm. hearing it in a car after a big new york day i did i did appreciate the energy of four two doug and 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 failing roddy rich um i also speaking of and then we'll get to your also i was just t- talking with your life partner last night about how hot rapper yg is so don't don't be coming for us west coast well every us west coaster everyone thinks, we will steal your chip everyone thinks yg is hot but he's not good at anything that's fine you can you can be hot and not talented in fact that's a common thing that happens You're, you sound like a real hater Chris. but so i was talking to to joe coscarelli last night mm-hmm. and he was he was explaining to me that you can look at charts of uh shazam by region like by city Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell what's going to pop off, like in Houston, Atlanta, if you look at Shazam charts, which I found really interesting. Oh, that's that's the litmus test. Yeah, because like when so over, you know, when Omar Deep and I were putting together our end of the year list, I hadn't heard the um, CJ CJ Whoopty CJ Whoopty. So CJ Whoopty, when Omar Deep sent that to me, I was like, "What is this shit? I haven't heard it." And he goes, "Oh, I, shaz- I heard it coming out of cars a few times and Shazammed it." And that's how he. Mm-hmm. So like that. That still is Shazam, as you know, is my favorite app. Um, and uh, a cool app. Yeah, it's a cool app. But but la- I use it to discover a new song last night, and then and then Joe informed me of all that stuff, which I think is very interesting, actually. So it's it's you know it's it, it's kind of like the tool for A and R folks. It, it makes their job a lot easier, you know, because before you would go around and you hear music coming from mixtapes from people's cars and you'd, you'd be like, what is that? You'd have to go work and seek it out. And now you just hit a button on your phone. and Like everything else. And, and, like and everything you're, else. You're signing CJ. Yeah. You just you look at Houston and you say, all right, what's popping? Uh, and you, you yeah. You get- <laughs> also, also signing CJ sounds like a band that's playing on Furnace Fest. <laughs> uh, that is true. Um, yeah. I, I want to go be like, who, who, what is the most Shazam song in like tallahassee florida and that's how you know you're gonna get some real fucked up shit that's that's actually true yeah because because rebounder was in the uh their song was in the season finale or series finale i think of of uh shameless and mm-hmm. the it, it, their shazam thing was up like nineteen thousand percent or something crazy they show you all this data it's it's i i just we up i didn't know that was such a i didn't know that there was like a a actual use for shazam beyond the consumer you know what i mean like beyond just like mm-hmm. me me being at dinner and being like what is the song i'm hearing that i that i appreciate uh so it was good to know mm-hmm. that fucking big siri hasn't killed shazam can you shazam a podcast probably not right that's that's too crazy no i i, I don't think so but jason it's called mark Marin. um it's been around for a little while <laughs> so no, just you know, I want you know, if people are driving around the streets of Red Hook and they and they hear our podcast blasting, obviously, I want people to be able to find out what that is. Like, why is everyone laughing so much? Why is it so good? You know? Yeah, this is this something is hilarious, and I don't know what, and we need to figure it out ASAP. Okay, so last night, yeah, like I was saying last night, had a, we we had a nice little 
uh, well-dressed, smart people dinner in Los Angeles. Believe it or not, you could do that. Mm. Um, and it was with your life partner. But what what was going on? What what was the dinner? What was the menu? Because I've seen some flicks. It was a lot. Yeah, we had, it was a lot of natty wine. Luckily, the the wine or the liquor store by my house just copped up the the full natty section. And it's actually a very great selection of wine at a good price. So that's not good for my caloric intake or my waistline, unfortunately. But it was something I'll have to deal with this year. But it was it was kind of a Mediterranean vibe. We did a we did a duca crusted chicken on the big green egg. We did some. Was there was there a classic? Because it felt like there might have been a classic TJ Labna. There was a classic TJ Labna, which I slaved over all afternoon. Is that hard to make after after I hit Epicurious? Uh, it's it's very easy to make, but it's just kind of time consuming. You have to you got to caramelize the shallots in in such a way that it takes a it takes a long time. So and you have to I, I probably cooked like ten shallots or something like that. So you have to like peel them and slice them. Like that takes a little while, and then you have to cook them. You have to like fry them on very low heat, just barely bubbling, for maybe like thirty minutes. Until it, it it becomes like very. Oh, that's a damn. That is long. But also, it's thirty minutes to do it, and then you, then you empty. You take all the shallots out, and then you strain them, and then you cook your second batch of of shallots, and then for thirty minutes, and then you pull them out and strain them, and then you do your third batch. So it, it takes a long time because you can't crowd the pot. Unless you and unless I want to waste like three cups of olive oil, which I don't. Oh, we know not the level well, yeah, of olive you, oil you're using. That would be crazy. No, That's like flushing money no. down the damn toilet. <laughs> but yeah, once you do that, then you just mix it with some labneh, some fresh dill, a little sumac. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, I'm then, not a big dill guy, to be honest with you. Not my favorite flavor. No. Yeah. Really? No, no I don't. Well, I mean, I, don't I guess love those it. dilly flavors are not big for you because it pairs well with like maybe an egg salad or a tuna salad which is definitely not on the menu for cb i'm assuming no no we're not with all that uh but that is the yeah dill doesn't i mean obviously as a garnish it's fine but i mean i think that the you mm. know you don't want it to be a, a hero ingredient is what you're saying no but i know that dana in in her in her in her kitchen she does lean mediterranean in style so i'm not surprised with this stylistic decision that chick loves all things mediterranean She's making the flatbreads. She's bringing the the harissas, the rose petals, the zoogs. You know, if if it is a it is a spice blend or a spread that you can't pronounce, she has it in the pantry on deck. She got spreads on Deckington. Uh, Bay made a little little Mediterranean tater salad. I know you like those tater salads, don't you, Chris? She freaks the tater salad. I will agree with you on that. And I, that's not something I would ever order at a at a restaurant. But yeah, you put that in front of me, and unfortunately, I'm gonna have to partake. You know, imagining Chris ordering potato salad at a restaurant. Is- it would be. It would probably be more like a deli counter setting. But you know what I mean. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying, bro. You're you're pulling up at Uncle Polly's for a nice foot long and. What am I? Yeah, let me get a little little tater salad. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, I would never do that. But I'm 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 sure there are people that do. I I've never I've actually never been to the streetwear deli. Have Have you been there? Shout outs to the squad at Uncle Polly's. I went there once. I think I got a tuna sandwich. It was a nice tuna sandwich. But, it's but pretty, you know, it's I don't pretty live, good. I don't live it's, over it's, there. Yeah, it seems pretty good. People seem to people really seem like to it. like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. People whose opinions on sandwiches I trust seem to like it. Oh, this this um, the sandwich. But, you know, the 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 sandwich the sandwich people seem to agree 
the sandwich is good. So I'm glad that Jason, you know, sandwich people, you side with the big sandwich. You, you, people. You're just talking about fatties. Uh, no, no, no. I just there are people. It's kind of a it's kind of a sandwich person. There are people that are passionate about sandwiches, and I mean, who doesn't love a sandwich? I would love to go get one today. I would love to have a bon mi or a a oh. sandwich from olives or something. But you know, I can't do that. And apparently, the bagels are are not good here anymore. So can't do that. Well, Chris, when you get back, we're gonna make a, a crispy lemongrass tofu bon mi just for you. Does that sound yummy? Yeah, I mean, you do. You you you're great with the bon mi. Uh, I, I I like that quite a lot. Your tofu skills have you you have reached the peak. I feel like you've climbed tofu Kilimanjaro. I have it down, baby. I'm I'm freaking the cornstarch. It's gluten free. You already know what it is. But yeah, we'll we will link with that. But yeah, if I could eat a sandwich every day, I would. That that's my that's my like. My comfort or stress meal sandwich, maybe a little side of something, a little side salad, bag of chips, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, a, that's a, mother's milk for me. No, a sandwich, a, a, a sandwich with a, a bag of extremely crispy salt and vinegar chips. I mean, you can't really fuck with that as far as like things that are mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> un, un, unfortunately, um, I've replaced sandwiches with this this gallon of Poland Springs, and then I'll be completing that with a Go Macro bar, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe a maybe an iced coffee in the near future. So Ooh. all the, all this sandwich talk is making me hungry, bro. Tell me about it. I can't I'm, I, I I can't eat today until until dinner time. I'll hit the fish king for a little steamed veg. Don't worry. I I just not to get us away from chubby TJ talk, but uh, the have you watched this? Have you watched any of this QAnon? documentary on hbo i have not i have not I, i've seen it on my on my samsung smart tv pop up a couple times first of all side note when i hate it tvs are very cheap now and that is cool but every time i turn my tv on no matter what volume i set it at before a, a, a selena gomez video or yeah or like a sean mendez video is playing at at full blast every yeah. single time they the preview thing is terrible like where you it's just like everything plays when you scroll over it and like the i i don't i don't like that either but the let me tell you something this yeah Q- fuck you vivo tv suck my dick from the back vivo this q this q doc bro is v good <laughs> is it the because i don't i mean i know everything about it no you don't most part no you don't bro you know what it is maybe you <laughs> and do- the stuff that i don't know might you don't want to know the stuff that i don't know i yeah I'm, I'm i haven't been in the mood to learn about it because it's just going to make me sad it's more it's not about i mean yeah there's i mean it's only i i'm only watched the i think there's only four parts so far i don't know how many there are maybe it's six or eight but the best part about it that is just like how ugly everyone involved is it's shocking <laughs> It's just really. It's that's like, the that is a, a through line that is undeniable. It's just like where did you find these fucking people? Like true mouth breathers, like basement dwellers. Like it, it's really crazy. Right. Like when when they make fun of QAnon people on like SNL or South Park or whatever, they're doing a parody of them. There's no exaggeration for what the the actual character that they're trying to portray. That's how slack jawed they are. It's it's incredible. Like it's it's really incredible. And I mean, it's like a, it's definitely like a twisted tale. And the vibe is like this guy kind of found a thread and just like went crazy and like flew all over the world to try to uncover it mm. you know what i mean is there is there justice at the end in, in any form or do you just watch it and be like well we aren't we aren't we aren't at the end i, I don't there's more i mean okay. I, I don't think so because i feel like if there was justice we would probably all know mm-hmm. because it would have been public knowledge but the getting to the bottom of it and who's running eight chan and 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 this and that it's just really it, it's People truly are stupid, and it is it is 
the way that that <laughs> the way that that manifests itself it, it, like is is shocking to me in this in this mm-hmm, in, in mm-hmm. this instance but yeah i mean i would it doesn't really i think some people I, i've heard people say like it depresses them a little bit um yeah it does it does not depress me at all it's fascinating i mean it, it, it's it's i guess that this exists it, should it depress you I mean, dude, people are going to do what they want to do. Like, what do we, you know, like, what am, what am I going to, why would this, if this bother, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I, I can't talk some fucking, you know, dumbass. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I there's agree. there's nothing to be done, you know, but the, there's always going to be some shitty people out there. And if you spend your entire life worrying about what they're doing, then you'll be as, as sad and depressed as them. Yeah, it's, it's pointless, but it is an interesting, um, it's an interesting thing to watch. I, I just because I wasn't really plugged into the Q uh, world uh, during the election. I just didn't. I mean, I, I I was clear on the 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 overview, but I didn't get into the granular aspects. Um, I know you did as a as an eight chan user, longtime eight chan user. Similar to your relationship with NFTs, perhaps. I yeah, I had to show you the ways. Exactly, you had to show me the way. The way that I led you to the NFT trough and allowed you to drink. It's a similar. It's a similar situation with the Q conspiracy. Come on in, Chris. But the, mm-hmm. but so I maybe it, maybe there's more new information for me than you, uh, which is is very possible. But uh, I, uh-huh. it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they always they're always like trying to f- figure out like with these secret messages and codes what's going on and they still think that trump is going to win and they still think that trump is president but it's amazing that every time something doesn't happen that they think is going to happen the way that they're able to justify it to themselves and like in and mm-hmm. and say well this is what it means and there, there's always like a light in the tunnel no matter how they twist it is is one of the more demented things i've ever seen it's just it's just like what are you guys like how did you get here (laughs) like what are you talking about like this i'm looking at the map and the route you're taking is not on this map i don't i don't see these roads i don't see i don't (laughs) see the exit i don't see the final stopping point uh but they well that's the that's the reason they they don't want a final stopping point because it'd be over they've invested they've invested everything in their entire life into this thing and if they were to ever admit that they were wrong about it then you you have nothing so it's easier to just make up or, or these random justifications or lies or riddles or limericks or whatever it is that they're doing than just simply admit they're like oh maybe i'm wrong and that's sort of the problem of the entire world that we have going on with every issue yes I mean? yes yes but i i would i nobody wants to admit that they're wrong i would i would recommend it uh if you are um interested in seeing ugly people talk about dumb shit uh, which is one of my favorite my favorite genres. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm, I don't think I'm ever. There's ever going to be a scenario where that happens. And I love documentaries. Even, I mean, but I, I like documentaries that are going to have some. I don't. I don't necessarily need a happy ending, but I need to have a moment where it's like, damn. I need to have a damn moment, or I need to have tears of joy moment, or otherwise. This is. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. Like if I'm watching a Dior and I. I want to cry. Or if I'm watching a documentary that's really well done about like, you know, a murder murder thing going on. I want to. I want to see all. Or like the college admission scandal. You know, you you want that payoff at the end where it shows while the credits are rolling and it's like here's here's Ronald Johnson. He got 16 years and blah blah blah. You know, I want to see how much money was lost. I want to see what resolution didn't happen or like. This person is still, you know, is still awaiting trial. I need to see that payoff, and I don't know if I'm going to get any of that from the Q doc. 
You will not get that. Well, well, I, I, who am I to say though? It's not over. So there, there's a possibility there is some sort of finality. I mean, mm. again, though, if if they discovered who Q was, you know, then then I feel like we would probably know that already. You know, but does whoever Q is, does that even matter anymore? Well, if it's if we're all Q, I hope it's Steve Bannon personally, but I don't think it is. I forgot about Ban. That's a real G right there. He scammed his own people. That's that's real G shit. He's gonna die soon. Somehow. He looks like he's gonna die. That's his look. Like he's looked like that since since we first laid eyes on him. He 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 truly looks yeah. like a corpse. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Kind of stole my swag. Actually, that's how I was in high school. My my nickname was Dead Guy in high school because I had like dark circles under my eyes. And the and the hardcore band Dead Guy was popular at the time. I was gonna ask if that had any relation, but well, you know, but I'm saying that can that can take you pretty far in the world as it pertains to. Why you do know. you think you had the? Uh, is that like a circulation issue? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, yeah, I think, I think it's just like an, eth- uh, you know, depending on your ethnic background, certain, certain culture, you know, my, my, my Spanish. Okay. Lineage, don't do this. Don't, your, your Spanish lineage has nothing to do with your eye bags. That's no, no, no. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's certain cultures, maybe, you know, like certain cultures have larger noses, you know, smaller ears, whatever it is. You know, there's all those, all those different types of things that are true and factual and things that happen and i think having you know deeper set or dark circles under under one's eyes you know that that's a, a thing that happens for certain cultures and people it could be that i mean like it's it's obviously something that is just you're just kind of born with it's not something that you can get you know obviously if you're like 60 years old and a, a, a alcoholic chain smoker you're gonna have sure you're gonna have those going on but you know sure if you're like 11 years old and have never had a, a, an alcohol or a cigarette then you know that's that's more genetic i did have a lot of allergies when i was younger maybe there's something like that going on wow we should look into this man this is this is a really interesting subject maybe i can hit dr gavami and get some type of surgery to get my bags removed but i mean yeah i used to hate it when i was a kid i, I was embarrassed by it you know it would, people would comment on it all the time and i didn't like it but then when i got older and realized that you know some people find it to be more attractive. You you said you know, these when these chicks Julian Casablanca's look started started popping up and these chicks started coming up to you being like, "Damn, I love heroin chic," and you didn't know what that meant, but you went with it. That's right. I was like, I know what heroin is. I don't do that. <laughs> chic is a word that I have never heard of, heard before. It seems positive. But, uh, though. Uh, did you did you? <laughs> I I forget the the Julian Casablanca's look. Which also, you know, it hasn't evolved for him. He basically looks, he like dresses. It's devolved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's gained weight, of course. But I mean, I think that the the overall, it's like you're rich now and you're a dad and stuff. Maybe just tone it down a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And but you know, he, uh, who was I talking to about? Maybe my girlfriend. But saying how the it's the the effect of their popularity down in Mexico way, where he might. He might be pandering to the South American audience as it pertains to hairstyles and fashion choice. So they can head, and that just might not be your flavor. They can headline the the Mexico City soccer stadium if he keeps this up. He's 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 putting too much stock in the Ja 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 community, which is fine. But you know, he he kind of looks and dresses like a you know a character from the Netflix show Nar- Narcos. Of like a, you know, a, a '70s drug drug runner, you know, you got at a certain point, you got to realize that the the vintage, you know, the vintage basketball jersey over over the weird undershirt with the leather jacket over it, 
Like, I don't care how hot you are, Julian. You just can't do that anymore. It just ain't. It ain't popping right now. It's it's, it's not. It's not great. It's not great. But he did have a moment. I mean, he he's an icon, regardless. Oh, he is an icon, and he he paved the way for me to be able to. They they couldn't see it before. So you're saying Julian Julian walks so TJ could crawl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I could just barely limp in. Well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, jog- when when he came out and you're not a strong runner, as we know. When the Strokes album, your favorite Strokes album, This Is It, came out, <laughs> uh, you know, I definitely pandered to his 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 fashion choices as much as possible. I mimicked his look uh, to the to the best of my ability, and it ended up working. How out. skinny? How skinny were the rock star skinnies? They weren't that skinny. I mean, there there were there wasn't because he never wore like butt tight skinny clothes at at their peak. No, the, the rest of the the rest of the lads did because they were a little thinner. Yeah, and luckily I had the same amount of you know beer, you know an extra fifteen of you know we we were skinny fat I guess is the easiest way to put it. But yeah, that had that was going on. I didn't have a beard yet, so I had a little bit of a baby face going on. A cherub like orange uh, uptowns. A cherub. Oh wow, you had orange uptowns. I had orange uptowns in the year two thousand, bro. Damn, I I was trying to get on my little vice swag. That is vice swag. Well, that's also like a Knicks adjacent swag as well. Isn't it weird that I was I was wearing orange uptowns twenty years ago? Jason, there's a lot of things that are weird about you. That's so long ago. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> ass time ago. I mean, that whole era is. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's a it's a really ugly era for clothing. Oh fuck yeah, it is. But I mean, it got worse. It had to get much worse before it got better, though. Are you saying the so you're saying the early 2000s was better than the mid aughts, but still not great? Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, to look at the looks of 2001 now versus the looks of 2008 now, I think 2001 yeah. is gonna is gonna fare much better. No, I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. And I mean, I don't, I don't love to go down that memory lane because obviously, pre, yeah, pre and post nine eleven is the before and after death of fashion in in our lives. I would say. I didn't. I didn't know. Wait, I, I'm sorry. We didn't even. How how are you celebrating Easter, Jason? My God, I apologize. I know you're religious. Um, how are you talking about Easter Sunday or Easter Monday? Because I noticed on my calendar that the twisted Tim Cook, Tim Apple over there, added Easter Monday to my yeah. Calendar. What the fuck is that? Is like, is Monday the f- a holiday? I didn't what the fuck is Easter Monday. I didn't think Monday was a holiday. I, I mean, I haven't celebrated Easter since I was eight years old. So I I don't I don't even think about Easter or consider it or anything. So you're telling me you didn't you didn't. You didn't put a couple Rolos and some plastic pink eggs and hide them in the yard for beans. Well, you know, I was Chris. Chocolate is bad for dogs. Oh, oops! I didn't know that. I mean, Easter Easter is truly a useless holiday. There's nothing going on. Like, there's no. I mean, unless you're religious, I guess. <laughs> unless you believe in the rising of our our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus himself moved a motherfucking rock and walked out like it was nothing, Jason. You can't act like that's not an important milestone. Uh, f- I, I do that almost every day in the front or backyard. I'm moving rocks, sticks, stones, and twigs. I, where's my fucking day? You're saying Jesus was just a long-haired, bearded guy who did manual labor? I don't disagree. <laughs> he was a he was a carpentress. Carpentress. I mean, the only the only good thing about Easter are deviled eggs, and I will maybe be eating a deviled egg today. I don't know. My my Ugh. stomach is not 
is not oh. yearning out for a deviled egg right now. If I can be all the way one thousand with you, thank you for keeping it one k on this on this program. But deviled eggs are dis- <laughs> are disgusting, and Easter is. I oh, I, I, love. I don't find myself uh, um I don't find myself uh, drawn to the um, pastel color palette uh, personally, but I could see you getting a little church fit off if 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 you're left to your own devices. Once you once you start your family of little blacks, are you going to be celebrating Easter traditionally, or are you going to kind of put your own spin on it and make it your own? Uh, none of the above. Um, I. <laughs> All, all, hol- I would look. I would. I mean, it's about the kids. I would cancel all holidays if I could. Like, I don't care about any of them really. Um, but uh, I, you know, it, it's a big money making thing for for our society, so we need it. You know. Why don't you double down, flip it, and reverse it, and try to create your own new holiday that for people just like you, your version of a festivist. I don't think there's a holiday for people who don't want holidays. For many reasons, I don't think there's other people like me because it's. Kind of my stance on no. Are there people that agree with me? Because I feel like this is a weird stance and it's something yeah. that people would. There's call a lot me of workaholic people who. Yeah, there's. This is even work. A bunch this of engineers. Even, this is even work related. It's just like this is all pointless. Like, what are we celebrating, guys? You know, I mean, it, it, it's just that. That's more what it is. It has nothing to do with like wanting to work. I, the time off is fine. It's it's the forced. There are lots of other people like you. People who don't value. I mean, like mostly nowadays. Uh, aside from the commercial aspect of it, holidays, you know, are looked upon as a excuse or a reason or a reminder to be with your family and loved ones. Take a minute to break bread with them, and yes, uh, you know, see your kids, your family, your nieces, your nephews, your grandparents, whatever it is. That's that's what holidays are for nowadays. Aside from spending money on bullshit, but you know, you don't really care about seeing your family outside of your immediate that, family that, probably and even yeah. then it's not so much i see my family so also you can you. see that's i mean i guess uh, obviously every everyone's lifestyle is different i just you know i feel like i see my family pretty often so uh, a holiday is not uh, an excuse for that but try this on for size if there was one holiday for people who don't like or care about holiday or, or don't even feel the need for them where you could get it get all the holiday you know there's whatever a, a dozen holidays on the calendar every year you knock all of those out in one weekend and just get it get it done with. Is that something that could be of interest to you? If it was only on a Saturday and Sunday, the days that were already off from work anyway, I think that's a smart idea. <laughs> I think that's a cool idea. Okay, if, so we just, if we just you, do... You will if rest we do, when you're dead. Yeah, if we do like Thanksgiving and Christmas back to back on a Saturday and, and a Sunday and it's just it's like nothing ever happened, that's a cool idea. Yeah, see, we're getting somewhere here. I, I love... It's a little bit of a Gary V energy, but... Don't do that. I would never... You know, there's a lot of talk in in the in the tech space about bundles, and you want uh, you know bundling apps, bundling subscription services, whatever it may be. I thought you were I thought you were talking about heroin again. I was like, I thought we left that in the past. Where the, yeah, where's the Zaza bun, Bundy's at? Uh, but I'm you're, I'm saying you should bundle all of the holidays into one weekend, get it all over with. Some people call that Coachella, though. I was about to say, which could be coming back. I was about to say, I think that's just a music festival, um, and uh, but maybe Santa headlines is that is that kind of where your head's at? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, if they made a Coachella for religious people, that would be very cool. I can't. I mean, I th- they used to have that the Harvest Crusade. What is that? When I was growing up in Orange County, every year at the Angels baseball stadium, they had this thing called the Harvest Crusade, where it was just a christian music festival and i would see bumper stickers on the back of everyone's cars as a kid growing up in the 90s 
of the Harvest Crusade, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And it's just like, you know, it's basically Astro World for people that fuck with Jesus. I mean, look, the, the religious community is a very profitable one, and I do like the idea of benefiting off of them somehow financially. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, it, the, the Christian music scene has always been interesting to me because they just have carbon copies of bands that are already popular mm-hmm. where the lyrics are just, it's like, all right, this is the Christian U2, this is the Christian this, this is the Christian that. And I know you're a fan of a Christian rap kind of thing. So so they're basically just the Zara or the Fashion Nova of religious musics. Yes, exactly. And I, I think that... Doing a perfect facsimile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, your boy Logic. I know you stand with Logic, Chris. Before we go, I, I did want some tips from you. So I'm, I'm doing, I'm in the middle of like a, a closet purge where I'm getting rid of a bunch of shit. You know, we, we get sent, you know, bad clothes in the mail all the time from people and companies, and they pile up. And some stuff I donate, some stuff I want to keep or whatever. But I have a bunch of old clothes that I never am going to wear ever again. And I just got some some like big tubs to put them in to storage. Yeah. Uh huh. You know how to how does one go about figuring out what you know? Obviously, you know you want to bless each item before you fold it and place it in there, never to be seen again. But like, you know, what what do you, what differentiates something from like this is something I can just throw away or donate or sell on Depop or whatever slash them jeans or is this something that you know, what makes an item be a keeper for you? This is literally a question for a former guest. Which one? Liana. This is what she does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is literally yeah, yeah, what yeah, she does. Once. I would say all your shit, I've seen it. Get rid of it. There ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> Let me say, put that shit in the bin, no, mate. I mean, you know, if there's like, but I'm, I'm putting it in the, the Rubbermaid bin, not the garbage bin. But, you know, if there's something where it's, you, you just can't bear to throw it away. It's just like you've I, had it your whole life. I would get. I would, and it has sentimental, personal value. Maybe I would get one of those uh, vacuum sealer things and just put all that stuff in there, vacuum seal it, and toss it in the garage or under the bed or something, and just you know, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Have you used one of those vacuum sealers? I'm kind of curious. I haven't, but they're very cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, I use it ob- obviously for my sous vide application. Of course, yes. You're you're nothing, familiar with its ki- its its kitchen apps. Uh, yeah, um, and also, lastly, before we leave, I just wanted to give an update on my digital camera. I was I was able to successfully install wow. the LCD screen onto my Ricoh, and then when I turn it on, it does not work. So I'm going to pivot <laughs> to a. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to treat it just like a, you know, like a disposable camera. You take the picture, like David Dobrik's app for you know. I take the pics mm. on a cool night out in the town, and I I pop out the SD card. Yeah, chuck it into the MacBook, and then see I like if I this. Got any I like I like gonna, this. This I'm is yeah. maybe wrap the whole thing in in gaff tape or something like that to let people know it's yeah. an experiment. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think gaff tape would come in handy here, also to make sure your shoddy craftsmanship doesn't fall apart. Uh, kind of a multiple <laughs> this thing is being held together. <laughs> multiple multiple uses. Um, that's thank good. you, thank you for joining us, Jason. Guys, go cop the Nalgene today. Uh, it, it won't it won't stick around for too long. You can put water in there. You can put milk in there. You could even put I don't know ginger ale, alcoholic beverages, um, whatever you want. Ginger ale. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking out loud. Uh, and uh, hummus, hummus. You said breadcrumbs. Oh, that'd be a nice breadcrumb holder. I like that idea. Uh, you should have filled it with fucking peanut M and M's, like those plastic tubes that are probably in your mom's house. That would damn be next. For That's our true. next Nalgene, we're, we're going to fill that shit. I, I, but unfortunately... I, I fuck around and fill that hoe with Cheerios. I, 
God damn it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, more podcasts this week, of course. Uh, and um, thank you for listening. And uh, if you haven't checked out How Long Gone Radio exclusively on Spotify, go do that. And uh, we will talk to you later this, later this week, won't we, TJ? Man, hell yeah. It's going to be a great, great week. And I want everyone to get, that, get out there and have a blast out there in, in the world. You guys rock. <laughs> and, and bless up to DMX. Yeah, bless up to DMX. Um, yeah, okay. Thanks, Jason. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All up in my face, and I'm from the creek. Give me space, we might ride the shit. Most say that, baby, they don't love the creek. I thought they love you when you make it. This some mother shit. Yeah, 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 this some mother shit. Friends and business don't mix, so I'm brotherless. Trying to get back close, hit them with the stiff. Gears a shift, make sure they feel the drift. Just cut the bands all with the tip. You should know, cause in every song I said this shit. Yeah, in every song I said this shit. I'm just, I'm just proud of my accomplishments. I'm a 400 nigga, I don't care. Have a suck dick, lick the head on. Heard you talking about I'm real, I'm fraud. Your kids and bro, they straight, you shouldn't care at all. Please, please tell me why you always leave. Why you wait? Please tell me why you always leave. Please, please tell me why you always leave. Why you always leave? Please, please tell me why you always leave. Why you wait? Please tell me why you always leave.